Hey, this is Red from Ross Video, and I'm going to show you a simple introduction to transition logic and how you can get started. So, first of all, I'm going to show you uh, how it looks. So, if I play a scene that has transition logic on it, you can see the scene comes on there, and I can choose any of these, uh, the same scene but with different content in any order, and of course, uh, Expression knows how to uh, transition between these different uh, uh, scenes. So if I now take it offline, of course, it clears. I can bring on this one, take this one in any order, and of course, it knows how to transition. If I now go to the uh, layout side, I'll show you how this was built. So I have the scene that I was just playing there that has all the logic, and, uh, and I've got a copy of the scene here, um, which is a duplication of that above scene that I've removed all of the logic that I built so that I can show you how to build uh, all the animations from scratch. So first thing we're going to need to do is uh, make a number of different scene directors. So in the past you may have just had the one scene director. Um, for transition logic you're going to need to uh, consider all the different options for how your graphic uh, might animate and then make a, an animation um, for each of those. So in this case I know I'm going to have an in and out uh, so that's I take online and offline, and then I'm also going to need a an update. So I'm going to need um, four new tran uh, scene directors. So I'm going to add uh, four here. Just going to close them. Um, what you're going to notice here is the scene director here. This is my default scene director, which you can see is in bold. And then I have my other scene directors. I'm going to rename these, and I'm also going to. The reason why I've ended up here with five is because expression requires a uh, default scene director and uh, that scene director is what it plays every time the uh, the scene is taken on air which means in the past that's the behavior you wanted because uh, every time it goes on air you would want it to, to play the animation however this can with transition logic uh, cause the expression to trip over itself and you may end up always playing the in animation which of course you don't want when you're transitioning from one piece of text to another piece of text so what we do is I'm going to make this fifth one here I'm going to rename it as Null. Uh, it doesn't have to be called that. You could call it empty or spare or whatever you whatever works for you. And I'm going to right click and I'm going to set as default. And you can see that now that's gone uh, bold. And you see here it says its uh, usage is preview. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to rename all the rest of these guys, which I'm just doing by clicking and just waiting a beat. And you'll see that it uh, changes to highlight. And then I can just type in what I want these to be called. So this one's going to be called text. In. And this final one is going to be taught text out. So I've got my in, out, text in, text out. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to start with my uh, in uh, scene director here. So because um, I'm working with one screen for this video, uh, it's going to be a little bit cluttered. Normally I prefer to work with two screens. Uh, I recommend that for yourselves as well. Um, but for the sake of this video, we're going to work with just the one. I'm going to just zoom in on this uh, guy here, and of course what I need to do is make a reveal. So I've got some masks, and um, actually, if we have a look here, I've got my mask on the right, which is somewhere over here, and if I move this guy in, you'll see that my mask on the uh, right and the left are actually moving together. So that's something that I've done uh, previous uh, to starting the video, which is uh, in uh, something called visual logic which you may have seen some of our uh, other videos on that 
I've connected the right mask uh, via a multiplier which is a negative one to the other mask which means that uh, the uh, the two are linked so when I animate the right mask uh, the other one moves off in the opposite direction which means I only have to do one animation to create this uh, center uh, reveal so if we start with uh, the right mask in the middle at zero so I'm going to make a, a keyframe on uh, the X position set and close uh, the shortcuts are control K and enter in case you need those so I'm going to move uh, this uh, guy now to let's say uh, 10 frames and then I'm going to move the uh, position uh, so it's all the way off the edge of the screen so in this case 1920 because this is a uh, HD uh, scene and I'm going to do control K and press enter so that's my uh, two key frames so what I should have now is a nice uh, animation reveal and of course if you want to uh, put a uh, bit of a curve on that you can open up the uh, key graph editor you can go and find your uh, animation there and uh, what we can do is we can put our own uh, curve on that so we've got a little bit of a uh, slow uh, fast and then slow so let's just have a look how that looks okay so yeah it's okay maybe it's a little bit fast so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna make my animation controller down here a bit longer so I'm gonna type in 20 and that will actually extend the animation controller and I'm gonna do right click move keys and I'm going to type in 20 here as well and that actually moves my second keyframe, the one I had highlighted, to the end there. So let's have a look. Okay, that's a little bit nicer. So I'm happy with that now. So that's going to be my in. And now I'm going to go to my out animation and I'm going to take the uh, animation controller, this one here, and I'm just going to left click and drag it onto my timeline here and I'm going to do shift, left click, and now that's uh, uh, snapped to the end there. So when you press shift that turns on snapping uh, while you're holding the button down. And I'm going to go down to this uh, square here and I'm going to drag it and that just zooms in so I can see more clearly what's going on. So now I have uh, in my out I have again my in. I'm going to re uh, right click and rename this as in slash out. So it's my in and out uh, animation controller and I'm going to do right click and reverse uh, direction. So now I also have very easily made my out animation. They don't have to be um, exactly the same, I've just done this in the name of uh, saving time. So that is now my in and my out created. So with my in uh, at the end there, what I'm also going to do with the in is I'm going to go to the end of the timeline and I'm going to do right click and I'm going to say set preview frame position marker. What that does is uh, chooses where expression pulls the thumbnail here from which uh, is obviously very useful on the operation side because they can actually see what the graphics supposed to look like once it's uh, settled. I'm also going to do a right click set default frame marker. Now what this does is it sets where um, when it uh, where this animation is at the point where the scene comes online unless the animation is playing. This is important when you're doing the transition logic because if you have say at the beginning here 
when you do a page update or um, you know like a scene to scene transition uh, you might find the graphic um, appears to pop off visibility for a moment and that's because what it's doing is expression would be jumping to this first frame where you've actually got the background hidden which you don't want so to force it to the um, point that you want you can uh, set that at the end here as well hope that makes sense um, on the next stage will be to make our uh, text in and text out um, animations. I'm actually going to start with my text out animation and I'm going to do right click add clip animation controller and again I'm going to hold down shift and I'm going to snap to the end here and I'm going to right click and I'm going to rename this guy as uh, text out and uh, for this animation I'm just going to move the uh, text object here from its current position so uh, control K uh, position Y, enter. Then I'm going to move to, uh, let's say, 10 frames. And I'm going to move on Y, this guy, until it goes behind a mask I've created earlier on. You can see here I've got a number of masks. If you're unsure about how to make masks, you can see uh, one of our other videos. And I'm going to do Control K again and enter. So now I have a animate out. I'm also going to shorten this um, animation controller down to uh, 10 frames rather than 25. The uh, default setting is 200. Uh, it's possible to change what your um, animation controllers are uh, defaulted to created at by going to edit uh, preferences and you can see here under the first stage you can change here when you're uh, when you add a new animation controller what it's created at. So I have mine quite short, uh, the default is 200, uh, you can find out what works for you. Uh, I've now trimmed it down to 10 and I'm also going to do Control shift k uh, close this guy for a second and then strap position and again I'm going to uh, create a bit of a curve on this guy uh, might move this one, there we go, so it's going to pop off quite quickly and then slow down So there we go perfect and then what I'm going to do is I'm going to add a new animation controller so right click animation controller I'm going to rename it as uh, text in make it simple and then this guy is going to animate the text from down here to an in position so what I'm going to do is quickly open up the uh, the outs Play that guy to the beginning and then that's going to help us out a bit because what we're going to do is we're going to start at 10 frames so the end of this animation and I'm going to do control K and Y is already set enter so it's a faster way of getting that end position for you and this time we're just going to move the text down below the other mask and at zero we're going to set that so we should have an animation where it pops in again I'm going to trim that down to 10 and we're also going to put a graph on this guy. So that's all our animations built. Uh, let's just check through them. We've got an in, 
looks good. We've got an out. Also looking good. Let's reset that. And then we're also going to have a text in. So, yeah, on the in, what I'm also going to do is at the right, I'm going to right click at the end here and do set default frame marker for the uh, text to be in this position. Close that guy. And then I'm also going to go text out. And yeah, the outlook's good too. Very good. So let's just close all those. And that's our animations built. So if we just go and have a look, I'm going to add a different group here. So I'm going to add an extra group and I'm going to put this uh, new scene that we've just been doing here and show you what happens when the logic isn't finished. It just comes on air. Um, not that exciting. And also if I had another version of it, it just, if I change the content of the text, we're going to see it just fades between. So if we go back to edit that scene, you can actually do Control E, or you can see here, uh, edit scene in layout. It's a fast way, especially if you've got a lot of scenes, to get back to the layout and to that exact scene you were working on. And we can go to uh, clicking on the scene object here, you'll find this tab called Transition Logic. Transition Logic is only available in the Studio application, so if you're on Prime, you won't see this tab, unfortunately. I'm going to add my first rule. That's going to be uh, my in slash out rule. In slash out. Then I'm going to go to the uh, in and this drop-down menu, you can actually just type in, but the drop-down menu will find uh, the name of all the scene directors you have in that particular scene and list them for you. So you can actually just click on them, which really helps with uh, spelling mistakes or in terms, you know, avoiding them, hopefully. I'm going to click on, uh, that's the in and out rule. In fact, I'm going to show you what that now does. So if I now play the scene, you can see that it now knows how to play the in and out. Uh, it still doesn't know how to animate between scenes though, unfortunately. So you just have this weird transition there. It does know how to take it offline though. So we've already improved the scene slightly. And then next thing we're going to do is we're going to add another rule that's going to be the update text condition. And that's this is a new rule, but this one actually requires a condition. So I'm going to right click and you'll find here you get your conditions menu. So if I go add condition, back-to-back -back condition and this one we're going to compare scene name ID so we're actually going to check a scene and that scene we're going to check is going to be this scene so we're just checking our own scene to see if it's on air already now I'm going to go back to the update text and this time we don't want the in and out tab so we don't want anything on here we want this second tab which is the back-to-back -back tab and we're going to say uh, we're going to do text in text out and we're going to almost be finished but then I'll just show you how that's looking so now we play our text that comes in we play our update it goes up and if we play it out it goes off now you'll probably have spotted a uh, slight issue there with my animation which is it's not going behind the mask you'll see here if we go back to our settings and so control E that um, there is an option on the back-to-back -back 
which says render animated objects only. So what expression does is it only re-renders um, things that have keyframes on. Now we could try clicking that off and in some cases that's going to work but uh, we'll just have a look for ours because it's not going to be quite right. We're going to play this in. We're going to play the uh, next one and it's better because the mask is being rendered however we get this jump to the next one so it's still not ideal so actually we do want that checkbox on so if we go back here I'm going to find that guy and we're going to check that back on however now we're going to have that issue where the mask isn't being rendered what you can do though is if you go to the correct animation so in this case it's going to be our text out and I'm going to make sure I have uh, this animation controller uh, selected by double clicking on it and you see it's gone yellow what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to that mask which is my mask one in this case and I'm just going to make a keyframe at the beginning uh, and it really doesn't matter what I'm, I'm not going to put anything uh, any kind of animation on it I'm just sticking a keyframe on it what that says to expression is that that object should be redrawn now because it has a animation on it even though we don't actually move it anywhere and that just tricks uh, expression into uh, redrawing that mask for you and now you have perfect transition logic thanks for watching I hope that gets everyone started I will do a follow-up video with a more advanced version of transition logic thanks very much